Hello and welcome to episode 348 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I'm one of your host, Casey Gibson, and joining me this fine, fine evening, landed from, hailing from the land of the corn, it's Jerry Jerkin. Uh, what are we doing for episode 350? We probably yeah, should talk Alex. about that. <laughs> Alex <laughs> won't be here. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna be in <laughs> probably not. I'm gonna be in Chicago or something. I'll be, I'll be having my my first two kids. Yeah, yeah. I'll be in Chicago, Texas, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm a father of three now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be possible. It could be. You never know. You never do know. Anyway, also joining he... us tonight, I for, I almost forgot to introduce the the big booty beauty because he started talking. But that's Alex Kalafi right there. Sorry, Casey. Won't let it happen again. Yeah, yeah, he. It's all right. It's all right. I'm just gonna need a formal email, like saying you're sorry. But we're good. Okay, sounds good. You're just gonna you're just gonna paste it into the show article because you're not even gonna <laughs> read it. So you're just gonna copy and paste it wholesale, being like, "This yeah. is good enough." <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Checks out. <laughs> How's it going, gentlemen? Good. No complaints. Very good. Too good, really. I'm loving the summer weather. You were singing 10 minutes ago. Oh, software. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm loving the uh, guys. I'm getting old because I yesterday. So we have this wheelbarrow and um, I've had it for like nine years. It's like a really nice one, like with like (laughs) treaded tires and it's two two of them. Thanks. And, uh, but anyway, for like five years, it's been like unusable because like I, I had it full of crap and it like, and then it went flat and then the tires shredded because of that and blah, blah, blah. Um, and yesterday I was like, I wonder if my tire shop would fix, would actually put new ones on. I was like, it's funny for, <laughs> for like the tiny little, you know, and, uh, I called them. They're like, yeah, we probably can. I went in yesterday. Okay. I took, a, I took the, the wheels in there, the rims and stuff and they ordered, they ordered them. And I got two new, like really nice tires. They put them on and they got them and they had ordered them and got them on today in like 24 hours. And guess how much it costs? How much? Hmm. Guess. Guess how much two new tires cost installed. Boom. Uh, two new tires installed. Um, I'm going to say $220 total. See, that's what I thought too. See, I was gonna guess uh, one million dollars. No, it's thirty-three dollars. Isn't that crazy? It doesn't even make any sense. That's pretty good. That's good. Did you go in there with like a gun or something? I want you to put on new tires, and they're like, just okay. Yeah, I, it was amazing, and I'm just I'm amazed at that fact. You know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, usually when anything with cars is super expensive, so. Just well, assume yeah, it's really I know, exactly. Yeah. I know. It was, it was a nice thing. There, decent price. Yeah, you're not too upset. And then here's another life hack: call your local recycling center. Okay, mm-hmm. if you need mulch. Okay, because I just got a truck bed of mulch. Like they filled it. I I walked in there. I mean, I, I didn't walk. I drove in there. I was out within three minutes. They scooped up a whole b- bunch of mulch. And guess how much a truck bed of mulch costs? Now keep in mind a bag of mulch costs three bucks. It was twelve bucks. Isn't that crazy? crazy? And it's mm-hmm. nice mulch, fresh hickory. So there you go. I'm, I'm so that's again, I'm turning into an old man, an old gardening man. And I don't I and I love it. I love it, guys. Do you have a little straw hat? 
I uh no, I need one. If you got to think one. about it, you ain't got one. Um, nope. you got to get that in a little some suspenders. I do. Like overalls, I do. you know, you'd be out there hoeing the land. I, I do need overalls. There's Jerry hoeing the land. <laughs> what I else have, is new? Yep. <laughs> that exactly. Jerry, he's always out there hoeing. Yeah, that I am. I, actually, I've what never used a hoe. I've never used a hoe. I've only used a, a rake. I, I so okay. I actually I do identify with what you're saying right now, uh, Perry. Everything before the the hoeing because <laughs> the, the uh, hoeing. I I have like the New England Northeaster uh thing going on where like I'm planting grass seed today. I was I was doing I was picking up the last yeah, I need to do that. in my yard. Like I and the thing is. Uh, one of my favorite things about being old and stupid now is that all I do is just I wander out in my yard, I pick up things, I put them down in other parts of my yard, I, I put water on plants, and that just kills like two hours outside for me. It's just best. like wandering around like I'm a puppy or something. And that's it's, just like my it. life now. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's awesome. I did, the, I did the first mow, you know, like last within the last week and it was like it was Feels really great. really tall you know what i mean and so mm-hmm. so satisfying oh yeah it was wonderful oh man yeah mm-hmm. i'm excited to get to one i'm gonna I, I have two terraces at my in front of my house and so i'm i filled this the, the bottom one yesterday and now i'm gonna use my new wheelbarrow wheels to fill up the second one i'm just excited about it and you there's nothing you can you can do about it Heck yeah. Anyway, so we got quite the show today. Um, we're going to do our I Demand You on Super Mario Sunshine, which mm-hmm. I got to put a lot of time into over the weekend. That was a lot of fun. Oh, very cool. Or was it? Find mm-hmm. out later. Um, and then we have a bunch of review games to talk about. Um, you want to go first? Sure. I'll, I'll go through my review games. Or do you want to do a back and forth? I'll Let's just do back and forth. My... Okay, we'll do that. First game I want to talk about is Nuclear Blaze. Nuclear. Nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. 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 See how many times Nuc- we can say nuclear before we move so on. So why is it called Nuclear Blaze? It's called Nuclear Blaze because it is a Metroidvania-y 2D level-based platformer in which you play as a firefighter who is fighting some fires and then ends up wandering his way into an underground, let's say, Stranger Things-esque uh government is this spoilers scp foundation type lab no it's very clear that that's the type of place um and you just you end up wandering at the very beginning of the game into like uh i don't know if it's well i guess it is a nuclear lab but it's like a secret government lab and there are these fires and that you're a firefighter with a portable water cannon so you're you're fighting the fire so the way this game works, and it's actually interesting because one of the people who made Dead Cells was also the like primary developer for this, which is right. cool. Even though it has nothing to do with, with Dead Cells. Um, 
is that you're not really fighting enemies. You're just fighting fires. And the way that works is that like Hotline Miami, you're given a map and you go, you're trying to get from the beginning of the map to the end of the map uh, by putting out all of the fires that are in a various room or area in a government lab. Um, and the fire travels, it expands if you don't touch it, so you might be working on one fire, and then another fire is sort of festering and spreading a little bit. It's not really that annoying, it's not like it's, uh, it's that aggressive, although there's a lot of difficulty settings. But for the most part, what you're doing is you're taking your water cannon and you're spraying it in various directions to put out very cool, realistic, moving fire that's spreading across these small metroidvania environments and it's not enemy based it is you versus the fire using your water and you have a hmm. few different moves you can you can do like there's a shield one which sort of puts water around you which you need for uh flames as they sort of approach you like it keeps you safe there are various angles of water you unlock throughout the game uh there are there are a few enemies but not really and and it's uh it's also a pretty short game like i beat it in maybe two-ish two and a mm -hmm. half hours and it also after you beat it and this is sort of advertised in the product page so i don't think it's a spoiler you get a whole second playthrough which i think is new to the console release that is like a super mario 3d land retelling quote unquote of the game using harder levels so it's oh like yeah i love that second playthrough mm. second quest right master exactly is that like exactly. a yeah, or like the yeah, since, is that what the Zelda one's called? The original Zelda, Second yeah, Master Quest. Quest. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. sort of fitting. Uh, you're a character with a a flood-like backpack fighting fire. Oh, very relevant. You're right, Casey. Uh, yeah. So I, I really enjoyed it. Super Mario Sunshine. I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to say, duh. <laughs> it, it's it's got a you great vibe that too to dry, it. Jerry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's uh, it's got a great vibe to it, and I and one, I, it it looks really nice. It's got very nice pixel art going on, and it also sounds really good. Not just the flames themselves, but the dialogue is is conveyed through like let's say, it's kind of like Animal Crossing esque, where it's not really real words most of the time, but it's it's sort of conveyed over walkie talkie sounds, like it's walkie talkie Animal Crossing dialogue. Okay. Mm. Uh, and it, it's a short sort of story. You're basically just trying to find out the mystery of this government lab. I think the asking price on Switch, $15, is a tiny bit on the long side, because I feel like you can experience the bulk of this content in like four hours, if I, which is not the worst thing in the world, but that's if you do two playthroughs. If you do one playthrough, it's yeah. like two hours. It's like, ah. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a line. prime discount game purchase and great discount game but I, I i'm sold on it like i will definitely be picking this up on a discount um yeah for sure just because i got so much stuff to i mean we have a you know we do have a, a big release happening pretty soon don't know if you know about it it's called yep. lego racers you excited about the vr mini golf game too <laughs> I've, i have a vr mini golf game there's one it's coming out for a psvr too Oh, is it? Do you know what it's called? Uh, Walkabout Golf. Yep. Yeah, Walkabout Golf. Is. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That's a developer in Austin. Oh, really? Okay. Sweet. Yeah. I'm. Uh, looks at looks fun. I, I'll be talking about it's it awesome. next week. I bet. It's one of the super, best Quest Two games. Yeah. I, yep. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I I recommend it. I think 
cost uh, hour count is a little up in the air, maybe, but I, I can ratio. see it justified. Uh, it's like it's a borderline race ratio, I would say. So use use best judgment. But if you look at the trailer and it looks really good, I say go for it because I I really enjoyed my time with it, and I'm I'm interested in getting to that second playthrough. So a good, I a think nice it looks little fun. Eight, eight, eight point five out of ten sort Ooh. of Metroidvania game. There you go. There's nuclear blaze. Nuclear nuclear Switch. blaze. All right. Well, I got a review game as well, and I, I I not exactly I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's called Etora. Okay, so Itora uh, screenshots. You know, I see the press release. Beautiful, like really cool. It's an action platformer game. Boom, sold. You know what I mean? I mean, like it's a beautiful action platformer game. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'll check this game out. Uh, and uh, so I got the game. And so this is very okay. Like I'm trying to think of like the style. Uh, uh, it's 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 hand painted um look uh but it's not pixelized and i don't know it's it's just very very colorful um you know lots of layers lots of uh what do you call it with the different uh the different layers that move at different speeds what do you call that uh, i don't know the uh, name, parallax? Parallax. parallax yeah lots I'm of parallax movement now. yeah and yeah, so yeah, just a go- you know kind of you know i think you're like a like a crazy depth for sure. Like I'm looking at like you're going through the village, right? And there's like, yeah, it's not just like oh, there's one little background. Like there's a number yeah, of different layers. Exactly, so it and looks, I, definitely looks really nice. And so you know they 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 talk about you know very st- like almost a Zelda Breath of the Wild opening where there's like a you know like a curse is on the land or something like that, and someone needs to save it. I mean you know, but really a really cool looking game. Um, the gist of this, unfortunately, is it's really a hard sell on the Switch. Um, the performance is just not up to snuff. And mm. just like that last game I talked about, um, this is becoming a trend now where the flaws of, and, and, and you know, I mean, there can be subjective flaws, but what I see, what I don't like about the game is only compounded more with the Switch version. Um, one of the things that like makes it so obviously beautiful game and action's pretty good. Um, but that's about it. The platforming mm. is not very fun, unfortunately, because it trailers well uh, is all I was going to say. It trailers it does. very well. It does trailer well. And, and this is and the, and the amount of the amount of work that went into this game and how much incredible talent went into this game is just amazing to me I, like really uh, they, but it comes down to the fact of the player movement made me sick to play it um like just because oh, no. of the, so the way it works is they have a um you know uh, uh it's a, a a look ahead type camera where when you you know, if i'm running to the right the camera will immediately push back to the left or sorry to 
to the right so that you can see more in front of you, right? That makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? But the thing is, is it's like that to the extreme, to the absolute extreme, so much so that like you're moving the camera more than you're moving your character. And then on top of that, it's really stuttery. Like it's, it's really, I mean, it's not crazy, crazy, unplayable stuttery uh, for uh, um, frame rate wise, but it is when you compound it with the, the camera movement. And then, so then, and then the, you run too fast and you jump too fast and high. And so it's like, Oh, like I honestly, I, I couldn't do it. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I was playing, I played, played for like 25 minutes. Um, and I was like, yeah, I just can't play this anymore. Cause it's just, it's just too stuttery and it's making me sick. And so that said, I think that this game would be really pretty interesting on the ps4 or any of the other systems that can handle it because because you know if you see the trailer you can see it running really nicely um and you know you see really nice lighting but you can also see the camera movement in in there uh in the you know you can see the camera movement uh going to the extreme and yeah that's that's just unfortunate you know and i and i i i hope I, i hope that they could like i wish they could fix you know or or change that uh but uh, you know, it's kind of integral, integral to the game. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I wouldn't play it on Switch, but I would definitely check it out on other platforms. I would definitely check it out. I would see that. I think that's. In, I forgot you know, what what was that, and I, I'm trying to think what game it was. Atomic or Mutant or something or another, where you, it was like it was like a beautiful steak, but it was microwaved or something, right? Like that's sort of how you <laughs> talked about Mutant Year Zero. I said that, it was a yep beautiful steak that you had to eat with plastic silverware that's right okay yeah but yeah, this so... is not that no no i mean okay no yeah that, that dude that game <laughs> and i loved it so much but like literally the final boss i had to save in between every single it would crash it crashed i bet the final boss it crashed 40 times on me you know i mean that's how bad that's how much i loved it but how much i suffered just to beat it um yeah and again i don't I th- I think this would be I think I'd be a lot better judging this game off of the other platforms. Um. So, but I would not recommend on Switch. Uh. But if you want to look at a pretty trailer, check out the trailer for Great trailer. Itora. Itora. Itora san. Itora. Oh. Okay. All right. I have a very similar situation style game. I'm going to talk about next. <laughs> uh, Advance Wars. The reboot <laughs> camp. No, I, I've actually put it down. I, I've been in like a triple-A game mood lately. I ended up getting the, the new Star Wars, so I've been working on that. But uh, What a nerd. In, in I didn't Nintendo realize you were a nerd. Not no, I'm a huh? dweeb. I'm huh. a dweeb. There's a difference. Mm. I'm not a Star Wars guy normally, but I uh, I, I was I had gotten yeah, halfway right. through. You got Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. You're a Star Wars guy. <laughs> No, no, I'm offense. just a I'm just a FOMO guy. No I think offense that's, to you personally. That's the difference. Oh yeah, you you're a FOMO guy. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the difference is that I have FOMO. You're, not you that know who you are. To Star Wars. Uh, your baby FOMO. Baby <laughs> <laughs> that's like my '80s sitcom character. Baby FOMO. Okay, tell us oh, about FOMO. what what game? What game are we talking about here? Verna Ledge.
Headless Turtle. Vernal Edge. I know I've heard of this game. It has some of the higher reviews of this year. I ended up actually requesting it like a month after it came out, which is it came out in March because I saw them had like an 80, like a high 80s on uh, open critics. So I was like, oh, maybe I should check this out. Oh, man, this is perfect for you because I just read like one of the like one of the first YouTube reviews is Vernal Edge review, a Metroidvania with daddy issues. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because it's uh. It's about a young woman who is trying to hunt down her father, I think. it's I, I'm still fairly early goings, but I don't know if I'm going to go back into it. I've played like okay. an hour and uh, maybe an hour or two. But this is uh, Metroidvania. But the big gimmick here is that it has a combat system like a Devil May Cry or, or an old God of War or a Bayonetta, where it's a lot of juggling and uh, it's weapon combos and it's all that kind of stuff. It's you're dodging, you're attacking, you're you're, do, you're getting your scores. But combined with, let's say, uh, a Hollow Knight E <coughs> or Metroid style traversal. And it looks great. Beautiful pixel art. And in fact, yeah. after you get out of the intro area, it puts you in a 3D airship where you can find like little lands to explore. So it's it's similar to Itora where you could see all of the work that the developers put into it. Oh yeah. And and so it was I definitely super impressive. It. Yeah, looks gorgeous. Uh seems pretty fun. But I didn't really click with it. <laughs> you ever have one of those where it's like yes. this is totally good. And I see why a lot of people think it's great, but I was like, the writing feels as as someone who who uh, writes fiction amateurishly, it feels like something I would write. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> like it's, it, no, it's it's it's. I'm joking. I, I just mean like it's a little bit. It, I think Chained Echoes, which I also loved, had kind of the same thing where it was like there's kind of a lack of polish here, and I'm not really absorbed by what's going on and i know it's like a combat game but i actually wasn't very interested in i like a good devil may cry or bayonetta but i wasn't very interested in seeing it apply to metroidvania i think when i play a game like that i prefer it to be traversal and power trip uh are sort of the two things i i like right in, in you know and metroidvania and it didn't feel amazing to get around the combat felt good but I was like sort of focusing too much on the combat and getting around was like, okay. So it's kind of like, it wasn't what I was looking for. Yes. Did you, did you ever play the game Iconoclasts? No. So this just I'll reminds me of right. that. Cause again, I mean, check out Iconoclasts, I'm which is spelled up. exactly how it sounds. Um, that was a game that to me also looked so cool. Um, and it was cool. And I actually, I liked it, but I just, I couldn't get it was a Metrovania and and it just for some reason and maybe it was just my state of mind at the time couldn't get into it even though I thought like everything about it was super cool so I don't know I remember that game too yeah visually it's really neat it's really cool because I was looking at pictures of the Vernal Edge and I'm like it definitely has vibes of like I've seen before and and I think this is it. So I was trying to think it was like Owl Boy but I don't think it's Owl Boy and then then when you said this I'm like oh there it is 
He looks a little like Owlboy. That's not a that's not a bad comparison. Yeah, no, that is, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to find it. Yeah. I I had it on oh yep, it was on my my uh, European account. Iconoclast. Yeah. Great. I I'm gonna download that and give it another try. So so just generally speaking, it was the kind of thing where I I didn't necessarily fall in love with uh, Traversal, which is sort of my favorite thing in Metroidvania. I didn't really get hooked on the story. The combat wasn't for me, even though I felt I was open to it being for me. And and by the time I ended up hitting the open world where I didn't really know what I was doing, the is it worth putting in more effort for me as a player to or do I just drop this? Like, it's yeah. just the bars weren't in the right area. And and, and, and so I haven't picked it back up. And, and maybe I'll try again, because I usually like to, to get a little deeper into a game before I make a judgment like that. But I was like two hours in and nothing was clicking with me. So I was just like, ah, I'm sure so a lot of people are going to really, really like this. But I, it's not an Alex game, if that makes sense. Sure. Six out of ten. So Let's move on. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably give it a six point five or seven if I had to stick with it. Oh, maybe more. I don't know. But that that was mine for nice. that one. All right. Do you now, go? Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about some more Advance Wars reboot camp. Um, this will be quick. Um, I did want to say one thing is interesting. <laughs> this is a stupid tidbit, but. Playing with playing with the battle animations on does give you a bit, a little bit of a strat of a tactical uh, bonus because when you're playing fog of war matches and you can see where they're shooting from, like if they're shooting from a city or from a forest or something, and if you have the battle animations off, you can't see mm. them. So I didn't think about that. Hmm. There you go. Well, it's I wish they could just like you could preset it to automatically run in like the fast forward mode you know I, absolutely because yes. i pretty much just hold yes. that I just hold you know r trigger the down the entire and it's time. not that fast you know what i mean no like it, it that feels should like... be the default speed yeah <laughs> and then it should be able to double that or whatever it is yeah um but yes. so i just want to mention uh i did play i made a map uh with the editor and it's super fun and elegant and exactly worst what i map wanted ever uh worst map ever <laughs> I sent it to some. I sent it to some people. I couldn't send it to you, Casey. I don't know why. I couldn't send it to Jules either. But I sent it to mm-hmm. people who are on my friends list. And yesterday, okay, I got done. Uh, I rage quit uh, Super Mario Sunshine, <laughs> and then I was like, I'm putting Advance Wars back in because I got it physically. <laughs> and um, I turned it on, and I had an invite, an online invite. And I was mm. like, oh snap, mm. from from Zach, from one of our listeners. And so I was like, sweet. I'll, I was like, perfect. I will definitely, I want to try this, you know? Let's, and I had already played, like, it was really fun. I had played my map. Um, I made it and played it. And it's like, wow, like, you can make your own content in this game. And it's actually really fun. Like, the, the editor is super easy. But, like, it's, yeah. It's just how you would hope it would work. I, yeah. I didn't mess around with it too much when I jumped in there. But yeah, it felt Mario Maker esque, right? Where it's like, yeah. nice and easy to just plop things down. It's it's fantastic and and it's cool. I mean, like it's cool. You can then play against the computer on the map, 
and you can set the rules and stuff. And you can go off of the Advanced Wars 1 or 2 rule set with like the, the CO powers and stuff. So anyway, uh, I played uh, a map against Zach and it was one of the pre-made maps on the system. And it was a really cool like like tons of buildings with trees in between them, like a very symmetrical fun little map and i was like oh this is cool and it was fog of war and it was super fun i had a ton of at a blast guys it's it's really that sounds fun. fun it was so much fun and i was like when i first started i was like oh dang i forgot that like i can't fast forward <laughs> through my enemies animations you know because like you have to wait for each other to to move right yeah yeah um but it's really not bad and i guess it just depends i mean playing with zach he was nice and quick and so it it, it felt really nice and um, I did beat him. I'm just going to say it. I... <laughs> but uh, it was a very close game. And it was just, I don't know, exhilarating playing against a real person. Like, what a difference, right? I mean, sure. it's cool when you're actually like anticipating, like, you know, it's very fun. So, yeah, funnily enough, like, really fun. I would love to play you guys in a map. It's just fun. So, we, I mean, if you ever want to, let's do it. It it's, works really well and it's really fun so i'm gonna wait for advanced wars 3 jerry edition mm-hmm. it might happen yep. it's american it's american uh yeah i, I end up working for way forward yeah <laughs> and directing advanced wars 3 dual strike yeah yeah would you I'm give I'm it like... more story or do you continue the no nah, we're just gonna go in and wreck everyone he'll give it less <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, anyway, I am like on mission like 18 or 19 of Advanced Wars 2 because um, I, I kind of I took a break and played some Mario. So uh, but I'm really enjoying the game, man. I, I'm, I'm like legitimately really enjoying the pick up and play nature of it, the simplicity of it and everything we said, all the problems we had with it before still there. But I I really love the game. It's a it's it's edging towards like a nine out of ten for me. Have, so have you I'm really liking it moved on to the second one already right you you did last week right Not yeah right. yeah i i'm in like i'm on like chapter 18 or 19 of okay the so you're one. almost because i think i'm like i think i'm on like uh, chapter 18 or 19 on the first one mm-hmm. so I, I, that's pretty close to the end i believe right i, I think haven't it's gotten to play a bunch this four i think okay yeah. so i still have a few. 25 yeah so yeah and, like and, to, and it, it, it just, goes I'd like down to beat that before zelda so and then move back to two at some other point yeah it's great and it's it's a very much you know they one of the things they do in two a lot more if not if i don't even know if they do it in the first one is they when you play a mission you start off with no units you have to craft them from the get-go you know um that you know it just you don't have any units on the field you just have the shops you need to make them with so um that's one of the things they do. And then you play with, they force you to play with all the other COs and they're a lot of fun to play with. Um, I mean, they're not that crazy different, but it, it is like, like it does mix it up. Like one unit, uh, the, I forgot his name. Co- Cody. I, I, I texted you guys. I can't remember what it was though. Co- Colin, mm. Colin. Is oh, okay. Um, he, he, his benefit is all of the units are cheaper. And that's amazing. It's awesome. So that's, that's a big one, actually. Yeah, it's a huge one. So it's Specific, like you, yeah. you can buy like a um, a uh, what do you call the the upgraded uh, the upgraded infantry guy the 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 the, 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 the bazooka, bazooka boys. Yeah, the bazooka boy. Like you can get one for twenty four hundred instead of three thousand. So it's like mm-hmm. it changes up a lot. That'd so. be big for like the medium tank too, instead of sixteen hundred, whatever percent it is to knock it down. Or is it only on infantry? 
Um, yeah, it's on everything. On everything. Oh yeah, yeah. so pretty those sweet. Medium tanks are big money, and like the rockets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Exactly. So, anyway, a lot of fun, a lot of fun multiplayer stuff. What I mean, and it's crazy all the different, all of the work they put into the editor and the sharing online and the playing online, and it's funny because I think probably most people aren't even ever going to touch those, which is really funny to think about, right? I mean, you know, like you might never touch the multiplayer modes, go into that. And that's kind of like where a bulk of the development looks like it was at. Like, that's how it feels. It's like, whoa, like all these new menus and stuff. Because the game, like once you've like played the first three missions, basically that's the same, right? Like for the presentation and what you're doing for the rest of the game, it just kind of plays with, with different ideas and the story just keeps going on. And I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what the story is. But anyway, I love Advance Wars. I'm glad it's there. I hope it does really good. Bring on more Advance Wars. Thank you but very much. Having a good, time. And good night. Actually, I looked, guys. Uh, mm. I can't. Well, I don't know if we actually want to talk about it. I could save it for another time. But um, I didn't realize. I thought it was coming out Friday. But that Walkabout Mini Golf comes out on Thursday. So that's Embargo. So I actually could talk about that. I've been playing that in PSVR, too. Um, oh, nice. review yeah. code games on yeah, PSVR. Yeah. You got a PSVR two review code game? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, man. I got and Towns. We're talking VR. Nintendo or for Thirsty Mage. Uh, I, I have David do it. Nice, <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, I was like, all right, well, I can email for my NintendoWorldReport.com one or the Talk Nintendo. That one makes or... sense. Yeah. So I was sense. like, David, you're my guy. So nice. <laughs> well, t- let's talk about it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I- so uh, walk you, about you mini golf. It sound like you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's um. So actually, it's funny. Our, our good friend Benji Khan of uh, the Cross Players podcast, Sir Ben Congleton. Oi, governor! Oi, governor! God save actually... the king! <laughs> God bless the queen! No, nope, um, it's the king now. Oh, that's. Not, he's not do they my say king. God? Do they say God save the king? Does that? Do they say that now? I don't know. I I don't. I hope I didn't that. just insult England. Actually, yeah. We'll I have do. to ask Ben. Yeah, yeah. Take How's it that. work? But uh, but yeah, he told me actually. He reached out and he was like, "Dude, you gotta check out Walkabout Golf, um, mini golf." Because uh, actually, it's funny. He's like, "I remember you said you were a caddy, so you might like it." Um, yeah, Casey yeah. the caddy. Case caddy case. Um, but yeah, so I, I haven't played a whole ton, but I've played um, three rounds or I've checked out three different courses and it's great, right? So it's very cute looking, you know, it's not like going for super realistic graphics, right? But everything yeah, looks super low texture. Yeah, it's it's like a di- like diorama graphics almost like it, it just it cutesy whoopsy, right? Sort of, yeah. you know, you got like big puffy trees instead of like you know individual leaves and stuff but um the course layouts have been pretty cool so the first three uh the first one is like a pirate ship sort of it felt very much like a real mini golf course right like in terms of oh they've got like the all sorts of uh you know ships and flags around it just felt like a theme that would be pretty common with mini golf um the second one was like the Zen area. So, you yes, know, it's sort of like temple very relaxing music. Um, and then the third one uh, was sort of like, uh, I guess, like stone and mountain, sort of like old, like Lord of the Rings, but not Lord of the Rings. You know, that sort of old 
stone and mountain Medieval. area. I don't know. Um, maybe not the best way to describe it, but uh, it, it's fun, right? Because walkabout golf. So the idea is, you know, you, you play mini golf, but you're also walking the course and sort of looking around. And they do a good job of sort of having there's a lost ball on each hole, right? And, you know, it sort of encourages you to look around sort of you know check the nooks and crannies and then when you find that ball you can pick it up and then it's added to your roster of different balls you can pick before you you know go play your golf um so it's cool to you know sort of you're playing golf but it also gives you you know an extra little like hey keep this you know your eye out for this to collect things um but yeah you know it starts off with your sort of the standard uh you know motion preventative uh things you know where you're sort of you move the joystick and like a little you know sort of hey a little cursor comes out and then you'd move to that area but since um since i'm you know a, a goat god tier uh psvr player um i was able to turn that off and you know sort of cruise around which makes it a little bit easier to traverse which is nice um but yeah the, the mini golf itself feels good right i mean it's it's registers like where you put the remote so like it's funny at first i was like man this club's so long like i have to sort of keep the controller like awkwardly high you know but then i realized like oh no it just like the grip actually will move so like whenever you had the cl like club oh, yeah. down towards the ground right like the putter sort of like snap it doesn't snap but it's like on the ground and then wherever your arm is like it just wherever you know it it, it slides automatically so you don't have to actually adjust that but uh yeah it's like so so i played those three courses really cool to sort of like look around walk around and do all that um after you beat it it like unlocks the hard version of that course um and i haven't done any of those yet so i don't know i'm guessing you know that it changes out the the whole you know maybe le like positioning or something so we'll see how that goes but yeah there's a whole bunch of courses to to mess with uh you know you can you know change your avatar all that good stuff um, and then I believe there is online play where you could all sort of jump in and you're all walking around at the same time and you could talk and you could play. So that's I, awesome. So, yeah, I, I want to try and actually sort of maybe touch base with Ben. I, it's tough. With is that the, cross platform? Um, I, I wonder if that is. Yeah, because you do you have it? Yeah. Let's see. I wonder. Yeah, we'll have to I look have into that. Because then we could all sort of that walkabout uh, allows crossplay on all VR platforms. Uh, crossplay is available with all existing players inside the PSVR2 version. Will have the option to keep themselves, uh, keep to themselves, or turn on crossplay. So it look, however, cross buying is only okay. Yeah, so it's not cross buy, which obviously makes sense. <laughs> Uh, but I guess with the rift in the quest, it was crossed by. But it looks like we should be able to play together. Nice, I have it too. Yeah, so too. yeah, maybe, maybe this weekend or some. Well, I guess Zelda. A at some point, we should figure it out and at least play one round. Would be fun. Yeah, no, we'll I think it's a great game. Virtual world together. Yep, no, it's great. I I like it a lot. Um, it is. I think VR is really good or my favorite vr games i should say are the ones that emulate a really simple experience really well mm -hmm. and uh 
and walkabout mini golf has always been like the pristine version of that where it's like if you want mini golf and vr they basically perfected it at least speaking for quest and and it's like i can't imagine anyone doing better than this until like controllers get better so that like you can feel better resistance on a club or something yeah like more weight to it somehow exactly but but i feel like in the state that vr is in like at least speaking for again the quest 2 version i don't know how mini golf can get better than on vr than the version that uh this team made yeah and i was really like oh dang when you know i saw how many courses there were too so it's like a ton yeah, it seems like it's, you know, nice beefy game. So because it'd be one thing if it's like, oh, there's like two courses, right? Or, or like three. And then that was it. Like, oh, this is cool. But eventually you sort of run out of things. But uh, but yeah, a bunch of courses. And like I said, I would definitely it, you know, it would be awesome to be able to like easily play this with someone like 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 Kate, right? Like at the same time, um, obviously, right? Like that's pretty unreasonable but you know unless you had two setups for right some exactly but, but honestly like if i could play with you guys that that definitely seems and that would be cool right because obviously you, right Kate. yeah yeah see you later you can watch us um <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean like it, it seems like it'd be because i haven't you know i've played some like pavlov uh vr right but i was playing with random people uh so it'd be interesting to see how like playing a multiplayer game with friends in VR would feel different than just normal, you know? Um, so yeah, like I said, I definitely, one of these days we'll have to check that out. Boosh. Scabidaboo. Oh yeah. All right, Alex. Yep. Last one. Let's uh, do it. This, this one's called Mr. Sun's hat box. <laughs> This one's been getting some play in the uh, in the video game discourse community. It's been it's been pretty well received. It's a new indie game uh, published by Raw Fury, developed by a developer, which I'm not sure if it's a person or a team uh, named Kenny Sun. The it is a 2D roguelite platformer in which uh, you sort of work for a FedEx-type company in this in this very colorful, cartoony universe. And uh, someone orders a hat or something, so which is the hat box, and, it, and it's the villains in the story steal it. And so the FedEx in-universe equivalent is like, don't worry, we'll get the hat back for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, but we need to build an entire base of operations in the basement of your store is sort of the he's like i mean i can just i can just have them send me a new one he's like no 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 uh no uh issue is too much we'll take care of you and so in the basement of this guy's hat store in order to recover a single package which is the the sort of the plot of the game you build an entire sort of multi-floor underground base of operations and it's sort of like a rogue legacy where 
you're given these quests that are part of this story. They're all randomly generated. Um, and it's like, uh, extract this target, kill this guy, kidnap this guy, and here's the reward you're going to get. So you enter these 2D levels that, that sort of look, um, I would say like pretty simplistic. I don't know if Metroidvania is what I would say, cause that's sort of a cop out, but it's, it's very minimalist, I would say. And it actually looks like an arcade game, uh, but as a platformer, um, and, and, but they're multi-floor dungeons and you enter with a character who is someone that you can obtain and recruit and you move through, let's say three floors and then you try to kill the guy at the end of the level and then you get rewards. Well, as you go through the levels, you will meet other enemies and you can extract them, uh, bring them back to your base and then recruit them to sort of participate in other missions. So it's like a rogue legacy type thing. Uh, or it's like Metal Gear Solid 5 because you're sort of extracting people and recruiting them. But it's also like Rogue Legacy because all of the different people you recruit have their own strengths and weaknesses. Like this person uh, has poor eyesight. So there's like a, a black fog around the screen and your sort of like field of vision is very low. Uh, this person, the med kits hurt them. So there are, like, characters that you recruit on these missions that are either really good or really, really bad. And in the early going so far, I've mostly found ones that have had a lot of, like, the negative rogue legacy style traits. Um, and it is a, it's a roguelike, a roguelike in the sense that you have to beat the mission in one go, which, isn't, which hasn't been hard so far. Like, they're usually three or four minutes. Uh, or you die and sort of go back to the main screen and you lose, you, you permadeath lose the, the person you sent into that mission. Um, and so that's sort of the overall structure is you recruit people, uh, you gain rewards, which allows you to build out your base. You go on these sort of heists or assassination missions using these very goofy looking circular blob characters. You uh, kidnap other people to turn them to your base and then so on and so forth you also can put hats on your guys which make them look really silly <laughs> fun uh, and and they they have various effects of course um but the game is like linear so as long as you keep beating missions and there's no penalty really for losing missions other than like you permadeath lose uh, a person then eventually you play through the game. Like it's not, it's not a very hard experience and it's a roguelike in the very, like, uh, uh, the loosest definition of the word. <laughs> the old loosey goosey. Very loosey goosey, but I'll say overall pretty funny game. Uh, it's got some, some pretty cute, funny writing to it. Uh, the roguelike stuff is fun. I like that it integrated the Fulton, sort of the extraction system from Metal Gear Solid 5, which is like the best part of that game. Um, some cool, uh, easy platforming. Uh, you attack enemies either by jumping on them, which uh, knocks them out, and then you can snap their necks uh, after. And then sort of part of the joke of this game is that they're extremely cute looking characters and like this... Uh, and maybe GBA or like, let's say 2010 indie game style visuals. Like it's got a very laid back, like almost not mother, but like it's kind of has that like sort of laid back goofy tone to it. But you're doing these like do high mother? end. 
like uh like earthbound Earthbound. who cares uh (laughs) it doesn't matter we're never getting another one well (laughs) man i I could see them announce a new mother i would see right after the remake i think all bets are off all bets are off you know all bets are off in in this i think they can do it yeah i agree anyway but uh, but uh the the but sort of the tonal thing is this guy just lost a single package with a single hat in it. And you're basically building out this like expendable style, (laughs) a hardcore assassination team in order to recover a single hat. It's like a $10 million operation to get $50 back. Exactly. Did you you ever see the other, the other guys? Uh, I have not. Uh, In the beginning when they're like, just destroying the te- like city like to like get a couple drug dealers who are selling like dime bags or something you know what i mean like like you cause like 50 million dollars to the city you know and damages and they're like but we got the perp yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff I, that that is i would say the tone they're so trying to go for I, I will say uh, sorry just a quick aside alex you absolutely should see the other guys it's okay an unbelievably good funny movie with uh will ferrell and mark Wahlberg. okay i will and lastly perry to answer your question uh i got to the end of the first area i'm in this or not first area but the first set of missions until it'll give you like the boss mission and i beat the boss mission and i get an extremely ornate golden crown with jewels on it and i'm like hey is this your hat and then the guy's like, no, this isn't my hat, but thank you. And then it's like, don't worry, we're doubling down, expanding the operation out. Uh, we're going to hire more guys. We're going to get this done for you. So that's sort of the tone. And it's very silly, very funny, and like a pretty, a pretty cool, good game. That's, that's, that's my, what were you going to so, ask, Barry? I was just going to say, like, is, just in like five words, like, is it a good game? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's so here's the thing is it's very simple, which makes it uh, like you're there. Part of it is definitely the grind of, oh, I got this new guy and he's really good. So I'm doing really well in missions. Oh, I found this good hat. Oh, I found this really cool shotgun that I can use to kill enemies. Um, oh, I got to the next stage of levels. So it's like a it's like a brain itcher in the way let some roguelikes can sort of be where it's less that I'm necessarily playing the best game I've ever played and more that like, this is a pretty fun short form platformer with roguelite elements, but it itches my brain in a way that feels pretty good. So I'm, I'm having a pretty good time. Nice. Some games are just hard to explain. And and then I got, we got there on this one. But sometimes it's like a game's doing like so many things, even though it like is fairly simple that you're like, ah, I, I hope people know what, what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought of an idea for a review site. And I'm sure this has been done, but it'd be pretty cool if like there was a video game review site and it gave you like the score and then like the it's blank, right? Like if it was, you know, it's really good. Like if it just said that, right? It's like like it's like, like whatever it said eight right and eight and it says it's really good, and then you can cl- it's like okay that's what I wanted to know and then you can click on it and then like like an app like the 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 ring expands to get bigger and then it has like the pros and cons you know what I mean and you click on it again and then it, you know you can kind of dig deeper if you want to know but really simplify it. I think that's Nintendo World Report because you look at the score at the top right 
which is your your brain sort of you always look at the right and then go left usually so you look at that and then you either read the stuff in the bottom like the, <laughs> the pluses and minuses or you read the last paragraph i mean and you're like oh i want to read more then you read the whole review i haven't so read I, I think a it's review. just manual yeah i think the last review i read all the way was my review <laughs> in 2019 <laughs> You know, I mean, because I, I do that, right? Like, I I really care about the pros and cons, and then like the like the like maybe the first maybe the first uh, paragraph, but definitely the last paragraph I read, right? Sure. And uh, yeah. Anyway, cool. All right. Well, I think it's time for you know what. Ooh-wee. Super Music. Mario Sunshine. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> You know, we do have. Thank you. <laughs> we do have part of you know I, Mario's uh, inclusion in our theme song is the Super Mario Sunshine theme. Oh. So. Did it did it's uh, one might say one of the best vibes to ever exist in a video game. That's right. So uh, we should we should we should play the jingle because we need to. It's the I and it's in there. It's I demand you. Super Mario Sunshine Edition. That's right, ladies and gents. Woo-hoo! How, okay. Uh, yeah, how, so, okay, I beat it, like, two or three days after Question. starting it. How how far did everyone else get? Well, I, I want to know, did you play it when it came out on Switch? Is this your a second time bit. playing through? Oh, a little well, bit. Well, okay. oh, oh, this is the first time I've rolled credits, as I would say. Yeah, the first time Ever? I rolled the credits ever yes. on it was when the Switch one came out. I had played like almost all of it. I had never beaten it. It's funny. I don't know why. I have no idea why. I played a lot well, of it too. You still never beat Breath of the Wild, right? Nope. Yep. It's because you're that a way it'll, it'll always It'll always be there. It can't end. I can't finish the book because it, then I'll be in a I'll, I'll be in a game hole. And I, you know, if I never Typical finish it. Typical game hole. So uh, I, I played like 10 shines. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, like I mentioned before, um, I was like, yep, nope, not doing this again. Like not, not ready. Like I just played and I, I had beaten it when it came out and I enjoyed it for the most part. It was a solid seven playing through it again. Again, vibe 10 out of 10 for me, uh, you know, and nostalgia 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10 nostalgia. And so it's like, I will always love this game. But there are so many bad things <laughs> and designs. And it, so the, it, it definitely made me like I 
I don't want to deal with this anymore. And and what actually, I think what I actually did rage quit on technically, which I was already about to stop. Was it the pachinko level where you have no control over what's going on? <laughs> I didn't make it that far. No, it was it was one of those ones where they take away the flood, you know? And, and oh, yeah, I like and those levels. Yeah, everyone loves them in theory. But then, like, I played it, and what happens is, is his. I his realize I'm package, not a very good gamer. Yeah, his. I've been spoiled by, you know, the uh, baby modes, the new, the new Odyssey, games. like Odyssey. Oh and, yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, yeah. World. Mm. Because he's so stiff, and like you're get you get locked, and like what's with like the when you dive forward, that's it. Like you can't get like it's like you're if you if you accidentally hit like dive, you can't jump out of it, dude. And it's just. I, I love that. Yo, spray a little water and dive into it. Ooh, you be. Oh no, no, I love that. Oh no, 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 no. I, I, I love that. No, no, no. Trust me, I love that. I'm talking about when you don't have the flood. <laughs> oh, and, gotcha, and, gotcha. And gotcha, you dive gotcha. and you hit something and you can't. And it's like, ugh. And I just felt like I, I don't have, I don't have the correct control over Mario. Um, and I see why they added the flood. And I wish they wouldn't have taken the flood away. <laughs> I would love to try those levels with the flood. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Well, um, I think. Yeah, I guess they should have done something a little bit more elegant when you like, like you said, sort of hit that. And but I guess they probably were like, well, there's only really a handful of these levels, you know. So it's like it might just be a little wonky. Yeah, it is, and it's whatever. But yeah, um, lots of weird design choices. But Alex, you beat this yeah. game. Well, I guess yeah, real yeah. quick because Alex asked, I didn't beat it. I think I, I, I was in like the fifteen to. 20 range of shines i forget exactly what um because yeah I, I put some time into it when we got it um or, when we got it originally uh mm -hmm. when it came out for the collection and then i had actually done a, a playthrough like i mean at obviously at this point it's been years ago full playthrough but it wasn't like you know it hasn't been like 20 years so um yeah it's funny playing it and I know like a big point of contention for a lot of people, right, are the the blue coins, S specifically when you're going for like, if you're like, hey, I want 100% this game. And then it's like, <laughs> good luck. Um, yeah, that's interesting, right? Because they're very you know the wabi-sabi. Yeah, the blue coins feel like moons to me. It's like, oh, go do like spray that M on the wall. Here's a blue coin. Go stomp. You know what I mean? Like, oh, go stomp on that dirt pile. Here's a moon. You know what I mean? Like the the randomness that like blue. Yeah, but I think the still way better designed than like these blue. I think, but I I'm uh, in my mind the blue coins would be a lot harder to find, but maybe not. Oh yeah, no, I I just you know like I said, it just was one of those like oh you do some sort of random thing here and there throughout, and then they give you these blue coins, which are sort yeah. of you know obviously we're you know not well I guess they're worth one tenth of a, a shine. Um. Are you they? Know, yeah, because you trade them ten for a shine. You trade, you trade oh, ten for a shine. See, I didn't. I didn't even know that. I've never really done the blue coin stuff. It's Maybe actually, I did last time, but it's one of the first areas. It's, a, it's the hut. Yeah, it's the yeah. second. I think it's the second area you unearth in in Isle Delfino, and then yeah. if you go in there, the guy's like, "Hey, bring you want that good? Good, bring me them blue coins, brother." Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love the I love the what are they called P piantas what are they called yeah pian I think so right I think that's yeah. how you pronounce it. I love I love the guys that throw you oh yeah <laughs> the chuckers right and they just do yeah. a human being deuces <laughs> and um also shout out to the voice acting in the 
in the beginning of the game. It's because so it exists, so not because bad. it's good. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. It's Are you so kidding like me? Muffled. You don't love it? It's, it's just so weird. That. That's what it is. Hurry up! Hurry up! Like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like the weird, like, well, Toad sounds right. You know, he sound, and, he still sounds muffled, but he definitely sounds better. But I like the who's the is it Toadsworth? Is that who's yeah. Toadsworth? Yeah, I miss Toadsworth. He he Toadsworth was an era. I'm right? surprised he wasn't in the movie late. Like, well, uh, yeah. I mean, there was like kind of an equivalent, but not really. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought that, you know, and the intro is so long, like, and you can't skip through it. And it's yeah. like that, like oh, the crazy. abstract, like judge, like he's getting like the, I don't know what that's from. I've seen <laughs> like, that in other shows too. I've seen that like where it's a black background and it's like the judge, he's guilty. And you know, and it's that shot of Mario in jail. Like with, <laughs> he had to go through the criminal justice it's, system. It's, Delfino. it's funny. When I saw that picture, I'm like, if that came out today, that would have been memed pretty hard. I feel like, Oh yeah. Uh, that picture. But yeah, it's funny. They're like, it, like you go through the whole justice system in like 35 minutes. The judge just says, I don't care what's going on. You're in trouble. And then, it's just like actually just clean up the island and we'll keep an eye on you well. You, you know what it reminds me of? Cars. The movie Cars. It's got uh, like that kind it. of tone. Uh where bit. where you know he he stumbles upon this town and then he accidentally like ruins the street cuz he drags a statue through it and they they're like they won't let him go until he fixes it, cleans it up. It's kind of similar. I just watched Cars the other day with my daughter. She really liked it. Anyway, uh Sunshine the shines yeah. i love i know I'm like, they're the best about it. star in the look of them they look amazing they look so yeah. good they, they look better than any other star in any mario game how, how weird right how weird the whole idea of the show like why they're different than star i love that they just changed it and now well it's nice because right like then i guess they for odyssey bring... what do they do they actually bring sunshine, right? Like when you first start out, there are a lot, like half the island is in in shadows, right? And as you get more uh, sunshines, they they bring the sunshine back. So mm-hmm. um, in Galaxy, right? They were just were they stars? I can't. They were they were stars. They're just yeah. regular stars, right? Yeah. And man, yeah. I mean, I loved playing Galaxy when that came out on the Switch. That was amazing and. It's interesting, right? Because the way where the 3D line of Mario and people sometimes include Galaxy in with those, and, some, and then they say it's like its own branch. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it's, it's exactly still, like 64 and Sunshine. I mean, it's, it's part of it's part of there's one series here. Well, but, yeah. yeah, but it's or not one though. 3D series. But it's not though, because Nintendo themselves said that Odyssey was a sequel to Sunshine. I mean, they even said that, like officially. No. No, I think that if I remember right, what it was like some Japanese magazine or some official Nintendo site, but it was something like that where there was like a document that was saying like there are uh, games that are like Galaxy and Galaxy uh, 2 and 3D Land and 3. No, wait, 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 no. The way it worked was it was like 3d land and 3d world saying like, these are the level based 3d Mario's. And then it was the other ones like 64 sunshine. And Nintendo was like, this is like, this was sort of the tone of that. That's what I'm saying. They didn't say galaxy, you know? Oh, galaxy was, I I guess galaxy Galaxy is kind of level based too. 
I, I agree. I agree with you. Well, yeah. but this is kind of level bit. I mean, it's the same thing. It I just, is, right? I think Galaxy would be like you go into the same environments and do something different. Galaxy's more linear, I would say. Galaxy's like the the not the really prize jewel of that style. It's the same exact thing. Yeah, I would say this. It's it's you open it's up just, new worlds yeah. and you can go and and play the stars on those. And worlds they've got the fake worlds. little it's, hub world, and for they you have there. the hub world. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah, no, I would say they're definitely like uh, yeah. It it and I think they Galaxy each, Two is linear, right? They I eat, yeah, I think so because they don't even have a oh, hub okay. world in that one. I don't think right. Yeah, because uh, I yeah. think like to me it was just like yeah, they just improved on the formula and you know sort of made. You know Mario's movements better. They said, "Yeah, Sunshine definitely a little Much wonky, better. definitely some crazy things going on." But then I think they sort of like took like the like you know sort of what they wanted to do a hundred percent right in Sunshine. I feel like they got that right in Galaxy. So, oh, and again, I want to say like I'm, I, I am a big Super Mario sixty four appreciator. I, I I don't love the game so much because again, I didn't grow up with it, and I don't think it, it's aged as well. I love the game though, but uh, and the difference between uh, Sunshine and sixty four is like insane. You know what I mean? I think that those those two differences are are amazing. And then I think it's a it's an exact amount of amazingness from Sunshine to Galaxy. Um, I think in like and the tightness and stuff that they did in that game and how cool. Anyway. Um, but Sunshine is really cool, and it opened up, and I it definitely it just feels rushed. The game feels like it was rushed, and that's why I texted you guys. I was like, "Man, this game needs a remake." I mean, it would be an amazing remake, like a true remake of this game would be awesome. And another thing that that I thought about while I was playing is that what this a big difference of this game is there are no power ups at all. Everything is flood based. Isn't that weird? The flood, the flood floods all you need, are baby. Kind of the, the power ups. Yeah, but no. Yeah, you get the really. rocket nozzle and all that good stuff. No, but yes. But, it scratches but the itch a little bit. It does. It does scratch the itch a little bit, but it, it does make it a little bit monotonous where you're always collecting water. You're always, you know, spraying the water. And then you have one extra bonus thing that, you know, is cool, like super cool, but it definitely roots it down somewhere. And I, and I, and then. Like, for instance, the game's designs are so weird of how you get to, like, you know, when you race on the the thingies, the, the bloopers, split, the yeah. bloopers, yeah, to get to the race, you can die before you even get to the race. Like, because, like, you have to jump you on a blooper the and then go into the into the tunnel. Right. And if you accidentally and you can't dismount, hit the side, you cannot dismount. Yeah. Yeah. That happened it, to me. I was trying to go for that blue coin and I missed it the first time and then I had to loop around and then I bumped into the wall. Yeah, you bumped into the wall like, and yeah, then you like, die? You die? Yep. And you reset? You don't even fall off the blooper. <laughs> and then and then it has this life system that's like insane. Because... Yeah, that was. I it, mean, you gotta think, it was still GameCube. They, they weren't ready to move away for the lives. Yeah. It's specific to this game to some extent and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. I feel like, and I won't... I. I have a bunch of thoughts on this that I actually took notes on, but uh, to the, to the lives thing specifically, I feel like super Mario sunshine is obsessed with making you waste two minutes of your time constantly. Mm. Um, whether it is, if you fail a level or uh, get a, if you fail a level, you're booted to the, to right outside the level. So let's say if it's uh if it's like an M painting, 
you're booted to right outside the M painting. Then you have to jump back in and then it loads in again. If you die once, if you get a game over, you're pushed to the default spawn area of Isle Delfino. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then that's in addition to the, the Harbor, which is where the blooper uh, thing is the levels that you have to, uh, let's say get to the top of like the grates you climb up. If you fall, it doesn't even give you the game over or it doesn't give you a checkpoint. You can waste three or four minutes because you didn't understand what you were doing and the camera freaked out and you fell from like near the star or near the shine at the top into the water. It's just three minutes resetting it. (laughs) Or uh, if there's like a platforming puzzle, like um, I, I was thinking of the amusement park when you have to like climb up the turtles kind of yeah. uh, like behind. If you don't do that level exactly the way Nintendo wants you to do. Yes. Yes. It will punish you and send you back to the bottom. Even if what you're doing makes sense. And it's weird that Nintendo gives you all of this effort or gives you all of these tools to play how you want. And, and because it's a Mario game, there are a lot of things you can do in theory to accomplish any of the challenges in this game. But if you don't do it Nintendo's way, you get punished. If you if you die, you get punished and sent back. If you get a game over, you get really punished. And and it's like it's a trend with this whole game. And and it's uh and to end up beating Bowser, because I ended up playing through the whole game for the first time, took me ten to twelve hours. To get to the the lava area, the final area, uh, you have to beat the Shadow Mario level, which is like level seven of all of the worlds. And to do that, you have to go through the no flood levels. You have to go through the annoying levels. You have to beat a lot of the game. It's not just getting 60 shines. The shines are basically pointless when all said and done. It's basically just beating the right number of levels because because I got 60 and, and it didn't unlock anything. So I had to I had to go back. So the game is like it's not overly difficult. But if you combine that stuff with the camera freaking out, with some challenges that I don't know how kids beat them because you have to do like advanced Mario acrobatics to beat some of them, like the, the dodge flips and stuff. Oh man. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's not a hard game. I would say it's but not it's overly a cruel hard game. Yes. It's a cruel game. And it's, it's and cruel it's janky. if you're going for a hundy. You it know, was it, cruel to get to Bowser. I felt like, hmm. I'm like, why are you wasting like, why can't I have a single flag checkpoint? It's why do I have to spend three minutes to do anything every time I fail? And I then know. the thing is, I, I actually... It'll like, give you time to think about what you've done, yeah. loser. Loser, boy. <laughs> I, the the platforming, I actually quite like. I think the level design's great. I think uh, the vibe is immaculate. Like, Isle Delfino wandering around feels as good as it did when I was you a know, kid. The aesthetic identity is amazing. So I yeah. actually like had a pretty good time overall, but it's so annoying when you when you're getting to the harder stuff that it's like I, I have it in my review tracker, my my backlog, and I have gave it like three stars, three and a half stars, which is like the yeah, this game is so amazing in some ways, and it's such an annoying piece of crap in others. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean d- Seriously, a remake. I mean, it's never going to happen because they they released it. I mean, it could happen. I guess nothing's off the table. But I think they would an do actual 64 remake before they did I agree. Sunshine. True, I agree. but and then maybe after that. But I mean, it, 
I'm telling you, this could be a 10 out of a 10 game if they just revisit it and put the rest of the development that they should have put into it. Like you said, Alex, about the, the, you know, the part of the levels that, you know, it's just, it just wasn't, it didn't have enough time for, for design. And I think that it shows like crazy and where if you can do it, you know, it's really easy to design a game to win, but to lose, but you got to think about all the lose factors. And it's like that whole thing with the squid and not being able to jump off, and and they're probably thinking, well, when you're so far away, if you knock off the squid and you, and you jump off, you have to swim back. That's annoying. So just have them restart. Yeah, restart it. I mean, it's just the whole thing is like, yeah, but no, like that's terrible. Like, and that's a oh, okay, guys. The most absolutely infuriating thing to me, I think, of the worst thing, is when you're climbing on the cages, okay, on the walls, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can climb on on the ceiling cages, right? On the inside. And when you are, when you're climbing on the walls, you hit, you hit Y to smack the door to flip over on the other side. Mm-hmm. Right. And then mm-hmm. when you're climbing on the, on the ceiling, you have to hit B it's opposite. And, <laughs> and if you hit Y, like you just did, and they don't even tell you, by the way, like, I don't know why they can't put a contextual situation you know uh, marker up to like hey hit what you know if you hit y it drops you and you got to redo the whole thing to get to that point and there's a whole level based off this one of the early levels when you have to you have to get like the the vertical jump uh uh water thing oh is it in rico harbor yes with and the big go- and you you work your way to the top and then you go down that big yellow tube or yes spear. or yeah. yeah and you can also go down to the bottom and shoot up from the bottom as well and I, guys, this is what happened. I had one health. I had one health left. No, I no no no. I had three. I had three health left. I went up. I was like, okay, there's the shine. All I gotta do, all I gotta do, is punch yeah. this cage and get up there. I'm gonna hit the same button I did. Oops! And it fell all the way down. I dropped into the oil that for some reason hurts me. I didn't have, and I couldn't get out in time. It killed. It hit me. Hit me three times, and then and then I got a a. a you know, then I died. And I was like, Oh my goodness. That is like, at, like what a, like a trifecta of ridiculousness. Like I hated it. So like, you know, stuff like that. I mean, and that could have been solved by having a, uh, by having a, a, a button prompt, like, Hey, hit this button to, to come through. Yeah. Like there's just so many things. Also, like, it's hard to like talk to, every, oh, like, you have yeah. to line up correctly to talk to yeah, people. If you're not facing stuff. them properly or yeah. even, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, on top of that, I mean, I'm sounding like I'm hating on the game, but it's just yeah, funny. You're an anti-gusher. My, my rose today. glasses are off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the whole, uh, the weird boss battle at the very beginning of just, of, like, the piranha plant ink thing that you have to shoot when its mouth is open isn't very fun at all. And they make you do it, like, ten times in the first oh, they, they really hour. They really hammer mm. that one early. And I don't get it. It's like... It's not fun. Like it's it's okay. It's not it's necessarily I think bad. It's just, it's just like, getting people per- familiar with you know right. The first one, I don't think there are any little blobs that come out. So it's yeah. literally just him. And then like the next one, there's a few blobs. Then like the next one, there was a few more. Then the next one, it was that like you had to do it twice over. So I think yeah. it's just getting you sort of comfortable know, not- with the with moving around and shooting flood, and then being able to like, hey, I need to stop and do a, pre- a precision shot. to actually hurt the the piranha plant i think it wouldn't have been as annoying if you only did it once or twice 
you know, and you probably would be like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, that was fine. It showed you how to do it easy. Move on to the next one. But yeah, they definitely yeah. over use that one a little bit. I, I feel like I wonder what the game would have been like if they would have taken out the shooting of the water and just left in the rocket. You know what I mean? Just for instance, that, very, that, that would be crazy. Different. You know what I mean? If it was more about platforming and the and you got that as an upgrade, maybe like that. Anyway, it's again, it, not that it's necessarily bad. I just think it needed a little more time, a little more time in the, in oven. the oven. Yeah. And, oven. and yeah, it's a but again, it's a very it's still a fun game. And I think that for like little kids, I think that have time. Like it's a lot better, more of a sell at the point. Yeah, a more seasoned like, gamer might have fun. Well, I think that someone who has time to deal with jankiness, you know, may may have more fun or doesn't have a lot of games to play. You know, because it's there's a really good game in there. It's just it's covered up with a bunch of poop. I I like the flood a lot, actually. Personally, I I like hovering. I like the oh, like hovering's amazing. Using the slight modifications, and in fact, it's kind of a breath of fresh air after playing Mario 64, where just you can miss aim jumps so easily. Oh, it's awesome! And, I and know, it, and it it gives you a precision that you didn't uh, normally have, and that that I appreciate. But another thing to uh, to throw a little bit more shade at the game, there are quite a few levels, not quite a few, but like a not insignificant amount, where there is unless you're an experienced Mario Sunshine player, there is no way to know the proper way to not lose the level. For example, one of the secret levels is a pachinko level where you're Mario, uh, you get launched uh, from sort of a pinball style uh, shooter, and then you end up having to get the eight red coins that are in the different pachinko machine holes. Uh, Plinko is, I guess, the the other Mm -hmm. sort of uh for for our our western friends listening uh yeah and so there's no way to actually appropriately aim mario and if you use your flood you'll easily overshoot it because there's a momentum you don't have to work with at any point of the game so you so like i died like 20 times only on that level and then there's another one that i don't think is optional in which uh you have to get chucked by chucksters across like a, a no flood like space level one of the proto galaxy levels and there's no way to know exactly where it's gonna go and it's so sensitive so that if you're like yeah i'm I'm, I'm kind of on the right side i just i'm just talking to him really quick because it's not very easy to talk to piranha to uh the piantas the piantas either so if you're not perfectly aligned and you usually won't be you're just gonna get chucked into space (laughs) i know (laughs) and there there's like there's a few other levels like that and that's in addition to regularly fighting the camera, which is not as bad as 64, but is bad enough given some of the challenges. And yeah. weirdly enough, I, I know that I uh, that games back in the day were buggy too. I was kind of surprised at the number of like geometry bugs I ran into where I would either half clip through something or almost clip through something. Um like a couple times and I'm like, Oh, this is this. I don't know if it's a rushed game, but that was also my observation to Perry of like, I'm having a really good time on a lot of things. I, I, and it has a great momentum. I did feel like I was pushed through the game to reach the credits, but there's just so much weird stuff in it. 
that has nothing to do with its different aesthetic, its flood, its anything. Just strictly the Mario stuff that I'm like, did they make this in a in like a like a truncated amount of time? Did I think there... it was rushed for the GameCube, right? I mean, yeah, I it was definitely rushed at some point from what I remember back in the day. And that would like maybe they had plans to have some sort of hint system or, or you know, for blue coins or, or something, you know, and, and some more that, like I said, sort of massage out some of the janky weird things and, and camera stuff. But um, but yeah, I, it, it's it's also interesting to think even just from like a, we mentioned, right, the vibe of the game a little bit before how it's like a, a hundy. Um, it's crazy to have an entire game just sort of wrapped around like a beach tropical spot, right? Especially a Mario game, which is, you know, known for, I mean, obviously, right. It was only the second 3d Mario. So like Odyssey in hindsight, but like there's Odyssey just so many different drastic switch. <laughs> yeah. There's just so many different areas, but even in 64, right? Like you go to the snow area, you go to the desert. Area, like there's all sorts of different diversity within the, the locales. Um, but in this game, it's just like, Oh, you're at the beach. You're at, you know, but everything's you know wrapped up together so it's cool and i love it i just don't think we'll ever see another mario game so focused in oh, no. on such one like one type of area but uh having replayed it and right like obviously we all played odyssey playing this here what do you guys like better do you like the the go into a level play it you know, get your star, kicks you back out, go back in, do it, you know, or do you like the, the fluidness of Odyssey where it's like, hey, I go in there and I can, I could cl- just keep on going, you know, no matter how many moons you collect. I, I like the level based. Um, I like the one goal. And I think that even though Sunshine can be really weird on that, on that end too, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, there's all these attractions in this level. And but I'm supposed to do one specific thing on the other opposite end, and I don't really know. I mean, unless you pay attention really close at the beginning, um, they, yeah, they usually it, it, it could like be smoother. That and I, that's why I think like 3D Land and World are definite. You know, like the goal is always the same. You know, start it. But I like how it can be different things. But I, like I definitely that like can... that break. You know. Yeah, I, I personally, yeah, I like the level base. Yeah, first off, like you said, you go in there, you're, you're figuring out what to do. You get the star. You feel like, hey, I accomplished that, baby. Kicks you back out. You get like, a, all right, let's go back in and go again. And it feels and more and rewarding crafted, when you, you get know? that. Yeah, when you get that star or that moon or the sh- or whatever it might be in this game. You know, it, it that's what I like. Um, and I think it's cool going in and like, yeah, just seeing like, oh, the level transformed a little bit, you know, like w- what changed and then, you know, sort of keeps you sort of more, uh, you know, aware of the surroundings and how they might change and, and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I, I prefer this style for sure. Yeah, I um, I I don't know. I, I just even with Mario, it depends on what my mood is that day. Right. Uh, because I know that you're talking about 3D games, but. If you ask me on the right day, I might say my favorite Mario games like New Super Mario Bros. 1. If you ask me on another day, it's like 3D Land. But what I will say is that my recent experiences of playing various Mario games, whether it's I played a little Galaxy on the plane during a trip a few weeks ago, or playing Sunshine Now, or I I even ran through 3D Land, uh, a few worlds of that, which I, I 
generally have considered to be my fa- my favorite Mario game since it came out. It makes me appreciate specifically Mario Odyssey as a game more. And and I, I think I want to go back to that and see if, if I have any rose-colored glasses. That's a but good I mean, five-hour game. <laughs> but I, I got not... Well, to me, it was a 60-hour game because I got like 999 moons or yeah. whatever. Like, I, I maxed it out completely. Just the visual identity and the quality of life upgrades from Sunshine where everything is localized in the game and how there's uh checkpoints i mean every problem we're complaining about in sun or i'm i guess at least speaking for myself complained about in sunshine like was addressed in odyssey and the acrobatics in that game feel good and it's weird and and it's got a lot of visual identity and diversity to it and and so i i think i would generally say that odyssey right now might be my favorite uh mario game but even still, and even with all of the complaining we've done, I would say that Mario Sunshine has maybe, like, perhaps the best aesthetic of any of the Mario games. <laughs> because it just, it just, it feels like summer. And it doesn't just feel like summer now. It's like what I was saying about Origami King. It feels like summer back then. <laughs> yeah, it, and, definitely, and, and it, it yeah. definitely pulls me back. That's all. Yeah, I love it. I, for sure. I, I playing it every time I fire it up. And, you know, when you first get into the, you know, into the main city, town and like being able to finally explore. It's just like, oh, man, like I definitely remember the excitement and hype of playing this back in the day, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it will always live as a special place in my heart and as a part of the talk Nintendo theme song. Yep. Amen. For sure. So there you go. There's your, there's your sunshine. Sunshine. We demanded it. We played it. Ain't no sunshine. Blah, blah, blah. When you're with me or whatever. Sure. Whatever that that name, you know that stupid song everyone talks about. Why is it stupid? It's probably Casey's favorite song. Hmm? Sorry, did you have that at your wedding? I could, ha- you could, I bet you could have that at your wedding. Maybe did you, you have that found out. If you come, uh, you guys both had that song at your wedding. And yeah. What's the song called? Isn't it called "Ain't No Sunshine"? Or, Ain't no yeah. sunshine. Where's it? Yeah. Oh like no, that. I I was thinking. Uh, there's a Van Morrison song that had a similar title that I think was my mother's son dance, but it was like, not, it wasn't that song. So no, I didn't have that at my wedding. Oh guys, I got to <laughs> tell you something. I got to tell you something. Actually, let's, let's save this for the uh, post The I'll do this for the stinger. Okay. Sounds good. All right. That is, that's talk Nintendo podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I'm encroaching on Perry's turf. You can find us on Twitter at Talk Nintendo Pod. What turf? That's Talk Nintendo. P. Oh. D. And you can support us on Patreon. Support the site that supports this show, Nintendo World Report, at patreon.com slash nwr. That's patreon.com slash. Thirsty Mage. TTM. <laughs> it's nwr. <laughs> and then that's our show. We'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Shine get. Shine get. 
This is a certified Balak's Classic. <laughs> oh, I have to say one last thing about Sunshine. Uh, remember <laughs> how the whole conceit of the game is that Bowser Jr. is convinced that Bowser and Peach had relations that <laughs> resulted in him? Yeah. And he calls her and, mommy, doesn't he? <laughs> Yeah, I think it was my mama or something. What the heck? <laughs> so that weird. Is the weird. Isn't there like a hot tub? Like Bowser's in a hot tub? That's the final the the final boss. Sorry, spoilers for 20 year games. <laughs> but yeah, it's Bowser and his son in a hot tub with Peach. And it's it's I gotta say, it's a little weird in Odyssey. When there's the implication that Mario's about to go in for a kiss, and you're like, I, they've never done something like this before. Mm -hmm. Sunshine is way weirder. Very <laughs> yeah. much weirder. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Bye. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, um, uh, for weddings, I my me and my brothers played a wedding once, and oh my goodness, guys, we played for a uh, it's a Van Morrison song. Uh, it was the uh, days like this that was my my mom's 
song with me. That was the mother son dance. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Because that's what we played for the mother son dance uh, for this guy. Um, now, context. It was. It, it, I'm not joking here. Okay, it was 115 degrees on like July 20th, <laughs> and we were playing on top of a bar in the middle of the day with no shade. Oh no. Dude, and it, it was like it was hell. It like literally I and I I I we were dressed up, right? And I I like almost gave up. I was like, "Guys, and this was one of the highest paid uh gigs I've ever had." Mm, and I was right. like, "Guys, I can't do this." Like I, I seriously I, I had just like, I was just drinking water. I, I was like seriously, like I'm burning up. Like I'm going to melt. Like I, I I couldn't do it. And one of the, and I'm sitting there and we learned these songs like a couple weeks beforehand and I I am like dying i'm about i'm dying of heat stroke <laughs> and i was trying to read the lyrics because like you know because we, we did like five new songs and so i i didn't have them all memorized but i just remember like i could barely i <laughs> i barely remembered the melody to the song and i was singing it and it was so embarrassing and it was like like it was fine like we did we did a totally fine job but like it was so awkward because they didn't realize how long the song was and so, like, in the middle of it, they just stopped. And they're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, and- so do you play the whole song? Because I feel like traditionally with DJs, they'll do, like, 90 seconds to two and a half minutes. And then well, it's like, you we give had them the brought- nod, usually. We had brought this up to them. We should have been a little more thorough. But we had said, do you want us to play the whole thing? Because it seems long. Like, yeah, that should be just fine. And that's what the extent of the conversation was. Mm, so, But it. it was so embarrassing. So me and my brothers bring it up to this day. Like I was, I was like trying to remember the lines like days like, days like this, <laughs> and I just anyway, uh, it was the day I almost died, and then they gave us each a hundred dollar tip. Oh dang! And nice. and my brother lost it on his way home. Oh no! <laughs> what a jabroni! And I remember like at the end of the day, I remember like it was like thousands of dollars. And I was like, I, I would never do this again. I, it was so not worth it. It was the worst. Like I had heat stroke. Like the next day, like I, I had, oh, anyway. Sounds like a pansy boy. Oh, you guys have no idea. You guys have no idea. Mm. It was terrible. And I, cause we had to set up everything and move everything too. Oh God. Yeah. On top of a, oh. and, and halfway through, it says we were across the street from the college world's, the Ameritrade where, where they, they do the college world series. And it was like they were playing like the patriotic day. And so like fireworks went off like in the middle of playing. It was, <laughs> it was actually pretty fun anyway. But that was the only fun part. Anywho. So I had um, I had Taco Bell today and um, What'd you have? I got I got two Doritos Locos tacos and a steak grilled cheese burrito. Delicious. Okay. Wonderful. Mm. Highly recommend it. And I get I got with it my classic. I know some people like the Baja Blast, love the Baja Blast, but I usually go the Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning, which because it's a KFC Taco Bell. So I, I finish oh. my drink. It, it's really good. It's got like an orangey oh, yeah. lemony thing going you on. You can't go wrong with orange. Yep. But it's 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 got like a dark yellow color to it. So I end up drinking like half. I'm done. I don't want to be caffeinated tonight. And so I just without thinking, uh pour it into the sink but because there was a plate already in the sink it poured the mountain dew on top of the plate so there was yep. a puddle of mountain dew and so uh i pick up my wife and drink it later 
that's that's not it. So I, I pick up my wife from the train station, and uh, she comes over to the sink, and she's like, "Alex, what's this?" Because what she sees is dark yellow liquid. Just she thought you peed in the sink. In the sink. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, and I, can, can we please name this episode dark yellow liquid sitting in the sink <laughs> and that was the i didn't have like a, a sharp punchline, but basically today my wife thought I, I peed in the sink <laughs> well it's good to know your wife doesn't think you're above pissing in the sink you know <laughs> Oh Which is goodness. good. You, you give them low expectations, so they're always impressed. <laughs> and it's like he couldn't even rinse the plate we eat off of, but you know, I still love him. <laughs> A shallow puddle of sweet lightning. <laughs> <laughs>